Welcome to this week's episode of Latchkey Movies, the podcast where we take a critical look at the movies your kids are watching without your supervision. Today, we are talking about the 1997 movie, Hercules, the Disney version. My name is Sarah. I am the mom of a seven-year-old boy. And I am Briar Harvey. I am the mom of an adult and a 10-year-old and a 4-year-old. And let me be clear, they did all quite enjoy this film. Yes, this this this, this movie, one's universally popular in my house. It's got the comedy for it. Mhm. Yeah. There's just that right slapstick element mm-hmm. that not quite on the same level of Emperor's New Groove, but no. headed down that path. This one, this one was good. All right, so... So I need to tell you, my history with this movie is I did not see this movie until I was an adult. And I was far more familiar with um, Meg's song than I was with the movie. I don't think I saw this movie until after I'd had children. Yeah, I think it was after I had kids. Well, a kid. I was 17 in 97, and I am quite certain I gave no fucks, even with my (laughs) Greek period, like, and I had one, Yeah, but, but no, this this one was not on the radar. To, like, anything that, as a 16-year-old, I would have deemed, like, acceptable to like as far as Disney goes, this wasn't it. This just, no, this never... This never hit anywhere where I no. cared about on the spectrum of things that I cared about in 1997. Right. Okay, we're on the same page then. Oh, yeah. Um, ancient Greece is hot again right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. It should, should come as no surprise, however, to anyone who knows ancient Greek history that this movie did not, for some reason, do well in Greece. How do Disney movies typically do in Greece? Uh, not bad, but okay. you know when you rewrite the history of the right. gods, yeah, some people don't take terribly kindly to that. Yeah, so I'm always gonna pronounce her name wrong, and I'm just gonna call her Meg. But is it Megara? 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 I don't think it matters. So no. her history is absolutely nothing about no. this film. This no. film is not her history. No. At all. She is just one of Hercules' wives. Hercules' wives. Hercules' wives. Can we talk about that before I get really irritated by it? Because Hercules is not Greek. Oh, he's not? I don't know anything about this Oh, no. so. So Hercules is actually the Latin version of Heracles. Oh, okay. That's the same name. (laughs) Right. But it's, but Heracles, see, there's, 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 there's much backstory going on here. Sure. Okay. You'll have to be the one in charge of that. I can't really blame the Greeks for being a little (laughs) pissy about it because, because they literally just went in. Mm, we don't need to tell Greek history. We're just going to use Greek gods and write a story, and it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's change this name to the Roman god, because it sounds better. 
That's it. I don't know the difference between the two. So it's all it's all <clears throat> Greek to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So in the actual like mythology, Hercules like kills all of his children with Megara. That's like I, their story. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's their story. That's it. That's yeah. That's about it. That's it. That's what happens. They have kids. Well, and, and let's all. be clear, <laughs> Hercules. His, I guess his parentage is fine since this isn't how this story went at all. But Heracles was and was half human. He's a demigod. Yes. He is Zeus is his father. But his mother is, I'm probably going to butcher this, sorry y'all, Alcmene, human, totally ignored by Disney. Okay, so who is his mother in this one? Uh, Hera? Hera. Yeah, okay. Not only is that not accurate... There was this whole contest between Hercules and Hera's son for the divine right to rule on Mount Olympus, and Hercules didn't win. Okay. <laughs> but Hercules is a name that is well known in the public conscience, right? You know, I read an amazing meme the other day, <laughs> which was that he wrote, Two epic poems that have lived more than 2,500 years, and yet still he is the second most culturally, culturally relevant Homer. I just... It fits here, too. Okay. Hercules, okay. I guess, is the first most culturally relevant Heracles. Okay. I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't know anything about this stuff. It's fine. It's fine. I read, I, I just, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, we have talked about this movie a little bit in relationship to Treasure Planet, but I feel like we gotta get back into it just a tad here. So, this movie was pitched in 1992 at a gong show by an animator by the name of Joe Hader. So, it wasn't his movie. Some production was started on it, but it wasn't actually taken over by Clements and Musker, Ron Clements, John Musker, until they were told for the second time that they couldn't make Treasure Planet. So... Then they took over, then they were told to take over this movie. And I'm always kind of trying to decide if there's a little bit of resentment about how that happened, which is kind of built into the storyline in mm -hmm. subtle, sneaky ways. Hmm. Okay. Um, Sidetrack to go back to whatever actual mythology this is, mm -hmm. but... Uh, Heracles's mother, his human mother, you said was Alchemene? Alchemene? Alchmene. Alchmene? Mm -hmm. The name of the human woman who raises Hercules in this movie is Alchmene. Okay, so, so, so she wasn't totally <laughs> written off. She just 
fine. So there's that at least. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, um, I can't say the name of this movie without thinking of the song. <laughs> Who put uh, the glad right? in Gladiator? Hercules. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get this question out of the way now. Was there enough musical numbers for no. Sarah? No? Still no? Mm-hmm. No. No. Okay. No. I'm, but I'm like, I will say that Meg's song, which I don't even know the name of, uh, what is it? What's the name of her song? I won't say I'm in love. Okay, so that song, it it slaps. It's like top, <laughs> like I think it's like one of my favorite Disney mo- like songs. I think part of the reason why it's part one of my favorite Disney songs is because there are people in the world who would hear that song and not even know it's a Disney song because it's not like the Little Mermaid it's not Beauty and the Beast like it's not like super obvious right out the bat that this is a song from a Disney movie I must admit I am also partial to Go the Distance it's who sings Go the Distance (laughs) well I mean, <laughs> which version are you asking? <laughs> yes, yes. Because in in true Disney form, they were not really happy. So Tate Donovan voices the adult Hercules, and I'm pretty sure he was also the body double. Because it just kind of... Oh, yeah. He looks like Looks like him. Um, Josh Keaton was the speaking voice of Hercules as the teenager. And he originally recorded that song. But it was not good enough for Disney standards. And I must admit, there is a fairly long eight bar at the end. Which was then resung by... His name is Roger Bart... And he's a Broadway he, actor. He's a Broadway actor. He won a Tony for You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. So Which was only a couple of years after this, so he was mm-hmm. like in his peak at the time, I would say. Probably, I, I would right? say so. Um he it looks like he's done a bunch a couple, a bunch, some other additional <laughs> <laughs> songs for Disney. <laughs> He's in the Stepford Wives movie. What does this guy look like? Do I know who he is? Intriguingly, there is not a picture of him on his... Wikipedia page. Wikipedia page. And I am... He was in Hostel Part Oh, two. yeah. you. If you saw him, you would know who he was. Okay. Do I need to Google him? Yeah. I you, guess I need you'll to know Google who he him. is. Roger Bart. Oh, yeah, I do absolutely know who that dude is. <laughs> um, I can't He's name... a that guy. He's right? a that guy, yeah. Like, I can't name a specific character that if I oh, told gosh, you who no. he played, but you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that guy. guy. He's a that guy. Yeah. You know who he is. <laughs> definitely a that guy. Okay. All right. So, yeah, he sings the song. I don't know. Like, I... I do sort of appreciate that Disney's kind of streamlined that process in recent years. However, 
you can take or leave as you like the the fact that Michael Bolton <laughs> sings <laughs> the end credit song. <laughs> you know what? I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, I don't like any end credit songs. On or an, almost... any end credit songs that are re-recordings of songs that are in the movie for Disney. No, they almost always make me mad. Yes, and because that's not the version good. I want to hear. No, it's not the version I want. <laughs> the, I, I can tell you which one pisses me off the most by Go far is Moana. Yes, me too. I hate when it comes up on my playlist. Like I don't want to hear the song, and I don't like the way it is produced. <laughs> no. I don't, whatever it is they're doing to the music like in the background like is terrible. It is awful. Compared to the original song. Yes. As sung by Alili. It, yeah. I'm sorry. I 100% agree. I do not like that version. And that is exactly what I was thinking as I was saying this. So, it's I'm the glad worst. we're on the same page on this. In credit sequence. Sorry. And I don't like the, the um, end credit version of Remember Me. No, thank oh, you. Oh, God. Um, there's been a, a whole slew of them. I could, maybe I like the end cre- credit version of A Whole New World, and maybe I like the end credit version of Tale as Old as Time, but that might just be because they were, like, played all the time when we were kids. Well, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you Tale as Old as Time, and also say, that's not Disney. Oh, no, I guess that is. Never mind. Were you thinking of Anastasia? Thinking... Yes, I was thinking the of Anastasia. Anastasia version. The Anastasia version. That also slaps. The, the, and I'm saying the <laughs> Anastasia in song is yeah. Yeah. great. Yes. But no, 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 you're right. That's the Beauty isn't... and the Beast. But, <clears throat> okay. In songs. Suck. We've agreed. Moving Who on. sings the Anastasia end credit song? I don't know. It's somebody. You got it's it. A, per- a person sings it. Somebody it's a person. It. It's Aaliyah. Well, that. <laughs> okay then. Oh wait, no, that's she sings "Journey to the Past." What song am I thinking of? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I think. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think I'll we'll so. cut that all out. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so, moving on, yes, end credit songs generally are terrible. You have to be really good to get out of that bucket. That, yeah, that, <laughs> that rut. It's, it's, it's terrible. All right, getting back to Hercules, because the end credit song was bad here, too. I'm, I'm absolutely willing to stipulate that. Do we have the only significant note about cast that I really have here is that Hades was originally supposed to be played by Jack Nicholson. But that must have been before they did any um, animation, right? Right. Because he looks like James Woods. Oh, yeah. But when they were originally (laughs) scripting this, they wanted Jack Nicholson. Yeah. But this was right after they had stiffed Robin Williams 
for a significant amount of money. Okay. And so no one in Hollywood really wanted to work with Disney. There was a lot of push and pull. Sure. So they ended up hiring John Lithgow and then fired him halfway through the production. Really? And if I had to guess, I'd I'd say that John had, as I recall, a rough period there in the late 90s. Okay. Where, yeah. And so they fired him six months in and then cast James Woods. Well, that necessitated a whole bunch of redrawing for this film. Because obviously, Hades looks like James. But the real issue was apparently the speed at which James Woods speaks. Because he's a fast talker. Because he's a really fast talker. Okay. And they had to do, like, some of those scenes with him talking took weeks to animate. Because he moves his mouth so fast. Um, you want to know what I think of when I think of James Woods? Hmm. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> you know what that's from? <laughs> from Family Guy. Yes. Every... Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> we had Rip Torn as Zeus. <laughs> and Danny DeVito as Phil, and that character was obviously written for Danny DeVito yes, with no one no else way it in wasn't. mind. <laughs> How do you say Phil's real name, though? Um, I don't know that it matters. Well, I want to hear somebody say it because I don't know how to say it, and you have a better handle on it. this. Philoctetes? Philoctetes, <laughs> I believe, but I still haven't. Yeah, Philoctetes. Tedes, which is probably still anglicized Greek and not correct because vowels are very different in yeah. ancient Greek compared okay. to modern Greek, so it's still wrong. But and that's he's a, closer. And he's a satyr? Is that said right? Satyr? Satyr, yes. Satyr. Okay. It means he's got hooves. Yes. <laughs> I know that from World of Warcraft. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I just have to go back to like the fact that Megara as a character in this movie is so good. Everybody loves her. They like everybody is always trying to get her to be considered a Disney princess. Like she is big. Everybody loves mm-hmm. her. She's like a nothing character in mythology. I like. I feel like they almost should have made it Persephone, because that kind of makes sense with like the whole Hades deal, right? I I, I I'm not gonna speak to what the fuck Disney was thinking <laughs> when they were in the writers' room writing this story that day. Like they really, they just picked. They just picked. They just like. They just kind of grabbed her from thin air. And yeah. I'll be honest, I I don't know that I would include her as a princess, because she's not, for one. No, I know. 
But beyond that, how do we put this? I find her to be possibly one of the most overtly sexual Disney characters. In well, canon. except for, um, we'll talk, or we have already talked about in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. Of course. <laughs> Guys, we're recording out of order. <laughs> Neither one of us want to do Hunchback. Like, we've been putting it off for weeks and weeks. We keep coming up to it like, no, let's push that one later. That's We don't need to do that one yet. We'll get, but we've already promised it to you now. So by the time you listen to this, you'll have actually listened to that one. Yes, which and is we'll have had a great discussion that... about sexualized Disney characters. And I'm sure that's true. But... I hate Hunchback so much that I've mostly blocked that one out of my... I don't think I've actually seen it all. But you're right. We will absolutely be having (laughs) to have that conversation in relationship to that movie. But still, Meg, top three most sexualized Disney characters of, of canon, right? I just... Yeah. Gosh, her character has a novel on wikipedia pull it up oh yeah like it's it's, just i mean and i'm just talking about the character of meg in the disney movie hercules i'm not talking about like no no there's there's a lot of love for this character who (laughs) by the way was voiced by susan egan who is the broadway belle from beauty and the beast and you, I mean, you can tell she can sing. And obviously, she can sing, but she's yeah, she and she did a good job. Let's be clear. I like her as a character. I, it's yeah. her mythology that I yeah, have yeah. a problem with. Yeah, there's yeah, the character of Meg here is great. The character of Megan mythology or Megan mythology. I don't know whoever she is. If. I have never mentioned these before. I strongly encourage you to go read Stephen Fry's Mythos, which uh, is a modernized adult telling of Greek mythology. Okay, does he narrate it? Yes, he does. Okay, I, that's got to be an audiobook then. Oh, I mean... Yeah. I, I've i read it, but this one's absolutely worth listening yeah. to. Because, yeah, it's Stephen Fry telling you about Greek myths, mm-hmm. and it makes them really come alive in... Mm-hmm. It's, it's the way mythology probably should have been, except for the fact that it's full of, you know, rape and murder and well, adultery and... Because it is, but we didn't get that version as kids, so and you're missing. There's all sorts of bestiality in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you're missing some significant parts of the story. Is all I'm mm-hmm. saying. So if this intrigues you at all, that is available to you, and you should go and read or listen because it really brings the mythology alive in a way that I had never had access to it before. It's quite a delight. Noted. Um, my husband has been playing the game Hades lately, 
So, like, we try to have these conversations about who, like, who, whoever is in mythology and, like, his idea of what mythology is or my idea of mythology are, like, from two completely different sources and neither of them is right. And neither of them is accurate. So, it's fine. It's fine. Stephen Fry. In that Stephen Fry voice. So, yeah. yeah, You gotta, you gotta go. We've talked about before how there's, like, very little Hercules in the Disney parks. Um, I do uh-huh. think they might get trotted out a little bit more than some other characters. Um, Meg's pretty popular. But for whatever reason, Pegasus is all over the Disney parks. Well, I mean, come <laughs> it's on, adorable. man. It's Pegasus. Adorable. <laughs> but I do also kind of feel like Disney horses only have one personality. So I feel all Disney horses it's... are the same horse. It's worth mentioning that Pegasus was voiced by Frank Welker. And I don't know if he's ever come up for us before. He's Optimus Prime, isn't he? Uh, no, 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 no. The other side. He is um, uh, Megatron. The bad guy. Megatron. Oh. He's Megatron. Okay. He's also Garfield, uh, Nibbler on Futurama. Um, oh, so he's. I was gonna say because he doesn't actually talk; he just like vocalizes. Right, and so and Nibbler sometimes talks. As a voice character, though, <laughs> see, this is where you should recognize him from. He's Fred, and Scooby Doo. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Not he was not the original Scooby-Doo. He just started, I say just, 20 years ago started voicing Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but but he has always been Fred. Okay. Always been Fred. And you can hear that now, I'm sure, in your head yes. if you think about Nibbler talking and Fred in the cravat. Like, there you go. <laughs> okay. Pegasus. Fred, Frank Welker. Baby Pegasus is so cute. Yes. And, and, and let's be real. In terms of Disney pets, one of the better ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, all the Disney horses are the same character, including Sven. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. I like. I mean, but it's fine. They're great. Keep it up. They're 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 they're, yeah. They're noble sidekicks. That's what they are. It's fantastic. Okay. So I mean, in terms of this movie, I don't actually have that many notes. I did like call ixii. Mm-hmm. That still is a knee slapper for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, this this movie is full of, like, I don't know, modern <clears throat> pop culture references uh-huh. that they tried to make funny by Greekifying them. <laughs> and sometimes they are successful. Yeah. Sometimes they fall flat. Mm-hmm. And... I am quite certain that there is a great deal of stuff that my children will never oh, get. Oh, yeah. So much of this is, like, late 90s. 
Because like, it's very specifically late 90s period. I, I, yeah. I hate to say that about us, but it's a period of history now mm-hmm. that we're... Because we're reliving our fashion. That's how mm-hmm. you know that we're old and that this is all dated because we're redoing all of this fashion again. Like, but Paul Schaefer as Hermes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who would care? Like, what? No, no one would care or, or catch the reference or, yeah. like, no, none of this. Unfortunately, a lot of this didn't have staying power. No, not at all. And... I mean, by Disney metrics, right, this one did pretty well. It was an $85 million budget, box office of $252 million. So they did all right with it. It was a Clements and Musker film, though, so they didn't heavily market it in the way that you got, you, I believe there was, you know... A McDonald's toy. I'm sure and there, there was. was. A parade and all of those things. 85 licensees for merchandise. A tie in video game that was released but, on the yeah. PC and PlayStation. But. I wonder if anybody ever made the sandals. <laughs> they sure as fuck would now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, with ropes and everything. <laughs> the air herc. The air herc. Jesus. Another reference that I am fairly certain my children will never get. I just was nominated for a couple of awards... Won some Annie's. Was a sequel planned, but got canceled. That's the story of these movies. Zero to Hero was a direct-to-video in 99. It was supposed to be a... Oh, oh, no, there was a series. One season. Yeah. There was a musical adaptation, even. There was a McDonald's Happy Meal toy set, in case you were wondering. It's a really weird set of toys, though. Like, the Cyclops. <laughs> and it, it's just, like, it's a one-color piece, and it's all flesh-colored. Well, that sounds attractive. <laughs> it's not. There was a bit of a scandal with the Greek government, because Disney wanted to air this uh, on Phoenix Hill... And the Greeks said no, because, again, when you rewrite the history of an entire people, I can't see why they're going to be very enthused about, you know, doing publicity for you. Oh, you could, but they also did McDonald's plates. But it came out at the same time as Men in Black and Batman in Robin. Hmm. So... It was not, so, so 250, fine, but Disney wasn't real thrilled with their returns and blamed it on competing 
films. Well, I mean, Men in Black did do, oh, almost $600 million. So, it was just a little thing. <laughs> no big deal. So, do we have any story notes here? Like, this movie is not particularly remarkable. There's me. really, I feel like there's not a whole lot of story either. Well, if they'd stuck with possibly some of the original, <laughs> they they might have they might have had a better time. Mm-hmm. But it's Hades trying to overthrow Zeus by letting the Titans out, mm-hmm. which yeah never happened, and. So, they didn't have any, like, there wasn't any weight there. It just felt like a stream of monsters. Yeah, that's it, exactly. It felt like a Monster of the Week situation. I was going to say it was a Monster of the Week, except that didn't feel quite right because it's not a show, but that's exactly what it is. (laughs) It was a Monster of the Week show where... I mean, and let me be very clear here. When that's done well, it's fine. I'm currently going through the second season of Evil now, which is totally a Monster of the Week show, and I like it very much. And I mean, we th- we've talked previously about wanting that in shows, but, like, this is a movie. But this is a movie, <laughs> and when... It- and it kind of needs, like, a uh, an overarching, more of a just story a, to hold uh, it just together. Just a little bit. And so what you're left with is this love story between Hercules and Meg, but it's not ever really well developed as one. No, it's really not. not they go on like one day the and that, they fall in love. Right. It's, they it's go not on like one day. The princesses. <laughs> they go on one date to see Oedipus Rex. <laughs> Which is not ironic at all. <laughs> Oh my god. Another joke that probably no one will ever get if you didn't write. The only re- I didn't even catch it when it happened. I only caught it because I read like an article about the references in the movie. I was like, oh, they said that, didn't they? And you have to like read the articles now at this point in time to we'll, we'll link that one that Sarah's talking about in the show notes because yeah, you have to go and find the references to even fully appreciate them, because I didn't catch them all either. And, like, half of them are no longer, like, no. any kind of relevant. No. I mean, again, it's not bad, but it's just not that great either. Right. And, like, so many other of Disney's movies at this time, it had good bones... Mm-hmm. It had great potential, and so I cannot for the life of me understand what was happening at Disney that just made so many unfinished and incomplete stories. Yeah. Because it's that whole time... So many of the movies that we have been reviewing here mm-hmm. are from that particular time period. Right. And it's not just the male leads. It's that they just never fucking finished writing the stories. Right. They didn't, they weren't shopping them the way they are now or then. 
I mean, and I have lots of legitimate complaints about the old movies, mm-hmm. but those are social complaints, not generally on a pace of the story sucked. Right. Right. But these ones always do. They're just... It's not a good story. And, again, I think they just leaned too heavily on making cultural references that Mm -hmm. don't really stay relevant very long. And it's interesting that you brought up that there wasn't even enough music in this one. Because, like, they tried. They... Part of my issue with musicals frequently is that there are, there's not enough exposition in between musical numbers. Mm-hmm. There was not enough exposition with music or without musical yeah. numbers here at all. So it was just very stilted the entire uh-huh. way through. I agree. Um, I would kind of like to see this as a live action movie, though. I don't know if like they'll it, do it. If Disney was going to do it, you know how Disney's really trying to milk it for these live action remakes, right? They are. I want to see it for um, the muses. Basically, that's it. Who would you cast for muses? I don't know. <laughs> They'd have to be know. really good singers. And the issue then becomes if we remake this movie now, do we have to cast all of these people as Greek? Do we right. care? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Disney's made a big deal about that with its other, with Mulan in particular, right? Yeah. Although, China notwithstanding. But this one, do we have to cast everyone as Greek? I don't know. I don't know. It's not really Greek, she says, as she reminds you that his (laughs) name is actually Heracles. (laughs) But we still probably would slot it in that... It's Greek, so <laughs> we may never get this one as live action. All right. No no tears on this one for me. I'm no. sure none for you, because there's no fucking story here. Like, And there's, there's scenes where you're supposed to, but I'm just like, hmm, a thing happened. A thing happened. It's fine. It's fine. It was just okay. Score? Uh... Verdict? Two? By standards of rewatchability, I gotta give it a three because at least it's mildly Watchable? entertaining enough that I can watch it multiple times. Okay. But if I'm evaluating it um, historically, then it's like a negative 50. So make of that what you will. There is a stage show. Mm-hmm. So, the guy who sang the song, Roger Bart, actually played Hades in the stage show. Oh, okay. I don't think it had a very long run, though. Because nothing attached to this movie really had a long run. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to Broadway, either. It's off, It was off-Broadway. It was off-Broadway, and that was it. No, it's just kind of singing, sitting there, doing nothing. Doing nothing. I wish I had... There's not much to say about this movie. Better commentary, but there's... <laughs> no, that's, there's all, really, I, there's that's all I have for you. <laughs> some one-off jokes, some slapstick. Danny DeVito playing Danny DeVito. Right. 
Because <laughs> it was literally drawn for him, cast for him. It was Danny DeVito with hooves. Yep. I'm still That's giving it Phil a two. Bo- yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah. Okay. So, what do we have after this? We're gonna do... We're gonna do miniseries, three off episodes, and we're gonna do different animals. And we're starting with dogs, and so we will be starting with Fox and the Hound next. Because you just haven't cried enough this year yet. I, I listen. It's twenty twenty two. It's brand new year. <laughs> we're we're starting off crying about the right things. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> If you need to find us or complain about our review of this movie, because of all of our recent reviews, this one is quite possibly one that could be slightly contentious. People love this movie <laughs> like they loved other movies that we've kind of not cared about. Yeah, I just don't really care about this movie. No, this one just doesn't, no. I would buy a, a baby Pegasus stuffed animal, though. Yes, but I'd... <laughs> Lisa Frank, right? Like, <laughs> the baby Pegasus of it is only sort of related to the baby Pegasus in this movie. It's a baby Pegasus. It's cool. Yeah. I'll put I it mean, next to my stuffed unicorn and my stuffed Deep down, we're all, we're all horse girls deep down. <laughs> deep down. <laughs> all right. If you want to complain... We are at Latchkey Movies on Facebook and Instagram. You can email us, latchkeymovies at gmail.com, or you can call and complain. Those are especially fun. 402-885-4875. Finally, if you would like to buy us tacos for complaining about a movie that you loved, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash briar. And we will see you next time for dogs y'all dogs be here for dogs bye bye